So can we have sex nope. tonight? Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime beach bum, Stephen King, but without all the cocaine. It's a different oh. kind of sand. Wink. It's, it's actual sand. It's like real sand this time, not... Do you crud. snort it, though? Listen, what I do at the beach is my business. It's none of my business. It's between me Listen, and the horseshoe crab. As the person who's probably snorted the most sand just <laughs> through uh, life, uh, I, I think I can speak to this. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we here chilling on the coasts of Maine. Uh, we're, uh, we decided to take a little uh, vacation week, so we are here just uh, trying to relax. You know? Yeah. That's why we chose Maine, the beachiest state, you know. The, where I've the beach heard is Maine just is rocks. actually really nice. It is very nice. The be- not the beaches though. Like it's just oh. rocks. <laughs> it's not sand. It's still got like a few thousand years before it becomes sand. Mm. <laughs> we'll get there someday. <laughs> uh, but hey, what uh, uh, what we're watching? Because it's my week, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we were gonna watch a show, you know, anime. Uh, and then, yeah, and then reality keeps doing this weird thing where it uh, uh, goes into hellscape directions that starts to parody the things we see in very fantastical uh, stuff. And we don't want to acknowledge that uh, uh, collapse in reality. So we're watching some cute gay shit. Is that, <laughs> cool? Is that cool, everyone? I am yeah. astonished. By how much we've had to restock the emergency break glass in case of real world setting in anime. It's a lot. We've had to do this more times than I remember, unfortunately. Listen, we've been living in unprecedented times for two and a half years now. Two? Mm-hmm. Two. I'd say Not two I and wouldn't a half, give two. for precedented times. <laughs> <laughs> just give me, like, real normal, just real by the book. Bu- Not, no. Better than by the book, because that book is shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're here for some good times. Some good mm-hmm. gay beach times. Mm-hmm. That's right, we're watching Steven Universe. No. <gasps> God. Uh, That'd be great, though, wouldn't it? We'd all like we that. We should uh, uh, just finally abandon the premise. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck anime. <laughs> it's about cartoons. That's what we're here That's for. close enough. We heard how much you love the Wakfu episode. Don't... <laughs> Don't respond to me on Twitter about the walk. Just don't. <laughs> We're watching The Stranger by the Beach. Gotta gotta say it. Uh, oh, right. A movie. Uh, this uh, was a Ribbon Quest recommendation, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, thank you, our only friend in this uh, desperate <laughs> time. The, uh, the recommendation came with, it's very cute and gay and has some top quality cats. So that's why this is like top shelf rip cord in case of emergency need some comfort chill times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah is this a show either of you have heard of beyond no. the recommendation no and it was a true piece of work to actually find anything about this because the names vary quite a bit between like yes. Japanese, like, English I think French got in there a few times like it was yeah. hard to yeah. figure out what this really was like, bless you, Ribbon Quest, thank you so much. But when she gave us the suggestion, she just said The Stranger. So that itself was a little hard to <laughs> decipher. It's a little Da Vinci code to figure out what yeah. this was. <laughs> she gave us a little puzzle. <laughs> we got there. We went on a, a little, uh, we had to go to a library in Pasadena. <laughs> we had to look up the ancient scrolls, but we got there. Ribbon mm-hmm. Quest, you know I'm not allowed back in Pasadena. You know that. I don't know why you sent us there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, what what else is there to say? I certainly need to stop talking for a second. <laughs> shall we? <laughs> shall we watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we took a week off for a reason. 
boys are gay. That's all we needed them to be. Thank you for being gay. Okay, Check. we uh, we can breathe a little easier now. Yes, this it, was this was. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. I was gonna say this is very explicitly gay. <laughs> they well, say it. They talk about it. Yeah, yes. I was surprised it was just like so quickly established and like committed to it rather than like teasing at it of like ooh maybe they just like hanging out with each other and like you're a, you're something more than a friend you're a best friend i was like okay Aww. it's like no they're like these boys love each other i was like okay good we can just establish that right away and move on now it's about something else <laughs> yeah we digging deeper to the relationship than just the flirting at the beginning mm-hmm And the flirting at the beginning is where we will begin. So so we are introduced to one of our main boys, Shun. Uh, uh, He he sees a boy on a bench. You could say a stranger by the beach. Oh! (gasps) The thing, it's it's the thing. So quickly, we answer the question... Uh, yeah, every title is a question of like, when when will this be relevant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, we see uh, this boy, Shun, he is helping his aunt. Uh, he lives in her cafe slash inn uh, place, and he's helping out in the kitchen, doing some cooking with her. And he's like, hey, do, do you recognize that boy, that stranger by th- uh, the beach? <laughs> and she, she says, uh, "Why'd you phrase it like that? That's a very weird sentence." You said, it's "Like, oh, no reason." Why'd you Why'd you wink into the camera? Yeah. God, we need a little bit more budget for this localization. So, <laughs> um, so uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, that uh, that's that boy Mio. Uh, he used to come by a lot uh, with his mom when he was younger, uh, and and we would give them some bread. Uh, uh, so they keep making food." Okay, so a woman comes in, don't fully understand the relationship and not fully explained. Is she just another tenant there? That's what I took it as. Yeah, I think so. Maybe like either a tenant who's been there a long time or actually knew them because it's very familiar. It's very like older sister dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was confused, because everything about this screamed sister, and then they just never actually confirmed it, um, mm-hmm. at least to my uh, uh, full vigilance in this exact moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're just pals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, she comes in, uh, they talk about her girlfriend, uh, uh, every, uh, getting the gays together right Everybody's now. Everybody's gay. gay. <laughs> uh yeah, truly, like, a cafe in running, just like, hey, let me foster these uh, queer wayward <laughs> youths. God, mm-hmm. that is the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you know what? Fuck it. Auntie's gay. Yes. You can't tell me otherwise. Yep. Stand by it. Uh, <laughs> confirmed. You heard it here first. Uh, uh, so, uh... Yeah, he keeps seeing Mio sitting on this bench by the water every night, but uh, then he just leaves. Uh, So, uh, the next morning, I say the next morning, uh, time is extremely unexplained in this film. This Uh, is very Jeremy Barami here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Uh, time uh, knife. uh, Truly, I thought the hour runtime of this movie possibly could be a result of them just cutting like no these are the important bits because it is cut so jarringly that time shifts are like oh wait no is this a different scene yes Mm. okay okay uh confirmed um but nope this stylistic choice like i'm it's mentioned in the summary it truly is a stylistic thing of like ah time is just a blur when you're falling in love Uh, but yeah, so uh, a nice sunny morning sometime in the future, uh, Shun is waiting for Mio, and as he's walking by, he's like, huh, beautiful day, right? And fully ignored. No uh, no recognition from Mio. Oof. Uh, uh, oof. Uh, it hurt to watch. 
so uh, he goes and makes some deliveries for his aunt, uh, gets back and starts working at the cafe. And that night he uh, sees sees a boy back by the bench. Uh, the pattern continues. <laughs> so uh, he runs out and he offers him some extra bread. You know, like the old days. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, he takes it and uh, thanks him. Uh, he's like, oh, oh, uh, uh, for me, for free? And uh, touched by this kindness. Uh, so, again, in the future, time, irrelevant. Uh, uh, back in the cafe, it's raining, and uh, uh, Mio brought a cutting for him uh, to say thank you for the bread. A uh, cutting of uh, a plant, uh, one of his mom's plants. And now... Not the previous uh, time when they were talking about uh, uh, Mio. Now her, uh, his aunt says, oh yeah, uh, his mom recently died, so uh, he's like super lonely and stuff. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, so uh, we get a flashback to young Mio, uh, uh, maybe like five, six years old, uh, asking his mom, oh, can we... Uh, what do we want for dinner? Oh, you always want curry, cute, domestic moment. Uh, and when he asks for something new and asks for crab, which is expensive, uh, he's like, oh, is it a no money day? Oh, we're poor, aren't we, mom? Uh, uh, she's like, nope, I'm not going to rain on your parade because I'm the perfect anime parent. Uh, we're going to have imitation crab. We're going to play it off. And I'm going to die. You know this because I'm a good parent. <laughs> I was thinking the That's same thing. That's just how it is, man. <laughs> I'm a parent with no downside, which means my time is ticking. Uh, so that night, uh, he goes out, sees Mio sitting on the bench, and he goes and sits next to him. And... He's like, hey, so you come here every night. What are you watching? He's like, nothing. Just just chilling. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, do uh, you, ever, you ever feel lonely out here? And this rubs Mio the wrong way. And he's like, uh, shut the fuck up, you idiot <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, whatever he actually says. I'll cut you um, like a fish. <laughs> real, just real aggro. And he's like, hey... Uh, uh, I would be alone if you weren't watching me, you creep. That's super weird. Could you not come out here and just stand watching me every night? He's like, oh, okay, I touched an herb. Uh, so, now it's time for a Shun flashback. Ooh. Oh. Uh, it's him, back in school, standing in a hallway, standing outside a classroom full of bullies. And they're mm-hmm. talking about, oh, that kid you sit next to, Shun, he's gay. He likes boys. Oh, he better <gasps> not hit on me. Ugh. Do you think this this Shun fellow might be gay? Huh. I, hmm. I don't know. But so this outburst and flashback combination were so intense... Shun just passes out. <laughs> yeah. You I ever get sure. yelled at so bad you just black out? Yeah. <laughs> One time. Yeah. Extremely relatable. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure with this if this was present day Shun passing out and waking up, or if this was the flashback Shun, like having like, yeah, a Yeah, I couldn't attack tell at first either. Because he like wakes up in a school uniform, I think. Or that might have just I, been his clothes. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I felt like the timeline didn't wasn't confusing when I was watching it, but now that we're recounting it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Wait a minute, I am kind of confused. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, he wakes up. Uh, uh, th- they pulled him back in. He he was across the street. He wasn't far. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, later on, Mio finds him writing because he's a novelist. Hmm. I'll say real quick, my opening was the Stephen King reference because I knew he was a novelist from the synopsis. This movie has, like, nothing to do with him being... I thought it'd play a lot bigger role in the plot. Nah. It's just who he is. Yeah. It is 
in two scenes or excuse me in five scenes probably total mentioned in two scenes actually relevant to the plot yeah so <laughs> i was like oh okay. uh so um where in my notes are we so uh uh he finds him writing because you know i'm a writer uh <laughs> and uh mio apologizes he's like hey sorry uh so you might not know this my mom just died and there's a lot of people being weird to me because uh they don't know how to deal with someone whose mom just died so i'm getting a lot of pity and insincere stuff i i blew up on you i knew you weren't uh being insincere uh and he's like oh yeah sorry i i was just trying to make conversation i uh trying to be friendly and Mio's like, oh, well, I mean, it seems like you were flirting with me. And if you were, I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were, might I say, a wooga, a bark bark, a wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the uh, cartoon wolf eyes just bulge <laughs> out. <and laughs> they're in love now, confirmed. Uh, so... Uh, we cut to them on the beach. They're fishing, doing a bad job. Um, uh, they uh, keep Mio over for dinner. Uh, they don't catch anything, but they're like, oh, well, you're staying to eat anyways. And uh, Mio helps cook a little bit. And it's just some cute domestic bliss as Mio's like, oh, they're not pitying me. They're genuinely nice and want me around. Interesting. Uh, weird <laughs> family weird for an mm. anime protagonist like me <laughs> for a lonely anime boy like me <laughs> um i love the aggressive kindness of eerie where he's like yeah. all right well we didn't catch anything so i'll head on home and she's like where the hell do you think you're going sit down you're having dinner with us he's like oh no you don't have to she's like no 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 this isn't a choice you sit down and eat and it's like i <laughs> she's in it for very small amounts but i fucking loved eerie so much yeah she's, she's a good yeah. character it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, uh, they're back on the beach again, uh, and Mio says, hey, uh, thank you for having me over for dinner. That's great. Gotta tell you, tomorrow, I'm, uh, unfortunately, since I'm 17, I have no legal control over myself, so I'm getting shipped to an orphanage on the mainland because they live on a beautiful tropical, or or not tropical, it's Japan, a beautiful island, and uh, he's like, I don't have a cell phone, so we might talk, and uh, Shun, understandably, is like, oh shit, I just fell in love with you, Uh, uh, please call me, Uh, and... They, he says he'll call. <sighs> so, so close to love, anyways. Uh, <laughs> ripped away. <laughs> so in my notes next, I just have time passes. Because for a little bit, it truly is unclear. So uh, we see uh, 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 the two uh, ladies are moving out. Uh, they're... Uh, they're having their own domestic gay bliss uh we gotta leave room for you uh two brooding protagonists to figure it out um and they're like oh but uh we think the new tenant will be a big a big help around here uh and it's mio hey hey he moved back because he's 20 now because three years have passed (laughs) absolutely crazy Truly, in that order, that is how they reintroduce us to what's going on. Uh, So, um, he's like, oh, thank God, I'm so glad you're back, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, because I still like you a lot. And Shun, in this time, planted the cuttings that Mio gave him by the bench, and there's a bunch of flowers sprouting. Beautiful. It represents their love. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he says like, oh yeah, they spread like crazy, like they like grew a lot. I want to be like, they're an invasive species. Uh, they're not allowed on this island and have destroyed the ecosystem. <laughs> like, 
I'm being arrested tomorrow. <laughs> and then another three years pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. Yeah, I've been in jail. So, uh, how how is your space home? Because it's 50 years in the future. <laughs> yeah, Mia's clearly aged since that time. Shun looks identical, so it's like, I, it's hard to tell. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, uh, Shun in all of this is a little bit irked, you know, because uh, uh, his <laughs> the people who live next to him decided he's going to have a boyfriend now, and uh, he's just finding this out. So fair, he's a little bit uh, caught off guard, uh, and he's <laughs> like, uh, "You you chose bad. Why did you come back here?" And Mio's like, "Well, I didn't choose this place. I chose you." And he goes to kiss him, and right as they're about to kiss, Shun says, Oh, right, I'm an anime protagonist. I'm super hungry right now. Gotta get some food. <laughs> and uh, pulls away. Denied. Denied. Nah. <laughs> uh, so uh, later on, Mio visits the, his parents' grave and goes back to see Shun asleep. Uh uh, he's just waking up. How cute. Let me kiss him. Let me give him the good old kiss. But uh, he's interrupted again. Uh, uh, later on, we see him, uh, Mio working as Shun walks by the window. And uh, all these flirty, flirty older ladies at the table who I love are just like, Oh, who's this <laughs> handsome young man? Oh, such a strapping fella. And... <laughs> Shun sees this and is like, Mio's in love with these women. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reaction to this is insane. I, I think it is because he has some internalized issues and yeah. these women ask Mio if he has a girlfriend and he's like, he shouldn't be gay. It's so hard to be gay. And yes. that's like the stuff that he's pushing on Mio. But... Yes, his reaction to things is wild sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just like like absolutely there's deeper stuff absolutely going on. The surface level reaction of oh those flirty old women he's in love with, he's leaving yeah. me for them. Just like in Sasaki and Miyano when he was like, Everybody in his class has a crush on him. <laughs> it's like, bro, this boy just moved back after three years solely to be with you. What? Like <laughs> Uh, so later on that night, uh, they go out, uh, or they go back to his place. They have, like, a shared curtain between their rooms, of course. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Mio's like, mm, cuddle time? And Shun's like, no, go go lay with your whores instead. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we get a flashback to young Mio again. Uh, he he was so inspired by his mom giving him a good dinner that he makes makes more, and he accidentally destroys like half their food supplies doing a cute little kid thing. But mm. uh, she, of course, being the best mom in the world, uh, is like, <laughs> "You did so great, sweetie. Oh, I'm so proud of you." And hides that uh, they have no food for a little bit. Mm. Yeah. I think he made, like, rice balls with, like, seaweed and ma marshmallows or something. We're just like, ooh, that's gotta be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Little kid palate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yes, Mio, he wakes up from this dream flashback. Um, we have yet to mention the top quality cats. They are, in fact, top quality. Always cuddling. Very cute. I, I don't know if I've ever seen two cats so in love. Yeah. Yes, They absolutely. were very sweet. Also, I'm sorry, I failed my duty in depriving you of these cats up until no, this point. <laughs> that's okay. There was a lot to get through. <laughs> I also didn't realize there was a third cat until they were all in the same shot. I was like, oh, because there's like two <laughs> white ones that look kind of similar. Mm. So, yes, Mio wakes, wakes up. Um, he sees that Shun is still awake. He was like writing all night. Um, we see Mio standing outside of the cafe when Ari drives by and she says, I'm coming over tonight for dinner. Anyway, how's like their relationship going? And Mio is like, not much to report. Um, 
And then presumably it is that evening. And uh, Shun goes out into the kitchen and Aerie is there. Um, and she tells him that if he likes Mio, he needs to spend time with him. What a concept. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that night, Shun is still writing. Uh, Mio says, when are you supposed to like hand that over? And he says, yesterday. Uh, and Mio is like, wow, you sure are busy. And then Shun makes some snide remark about him being popular at the cafe. <laughs> all your all your 50-year-old girlfriends. <laughs> I'll say, uh, back at the beginning when they're fishing on the beach, I think Mio says his name means like bearing fruit or something, and Shun says his name is spelled with the kanji for horse, which is mm-hmm. immediately when I learned to not like Shun. <laughs> <laughs> you knew instinctively. I knew. It was a sign. Yeah, I I do appreciate throughout the movie, Shun will say some stupid thing, and Mio gets appropriately angry. Yeah, he doesn't and not just take like it. it's like an appropriate level of angry even for an anime. <laughs> um, so yes, he makes this snide remark, and Mio throws something at his head, and then closes the, closes the curtain and is like, "We're not going to talk anymore. You're being stupid." Um, sometime later, next day. Mm. <laughs> Sure. I guess I guess probably next day. <laughs> um, so Ari and her girlfriend Suzu are sitting outside, and Mio is like watching them interact, and he's like, "You got along so well." Um, Shun walks by, and Ari is like, "Oh, did you finish writing?" He says yes, and he has to go to the mainland to ship it. So Ari suggests that Mio goes with him, and she can fill in for him at the cafe. And he kind of reluctantly is like, "Okay, like yeah, I'll go with Shun." Um, they take the ferry together. Mio is wearing a cap and Shun asks him about it and he explains that he has trouble making eye contact with strangers and that he's worked on it for a long time, but it's still kind of hard for him. Uh, and Shun is like, you're good at it at the cafe. And he's like, yeah, but there's just too many people on the mainland. I don't want to deal with that. Um, then Shun says Mio could probably find a girlfriend easily and that it's such a waste, implying that Mio pursuing Shun is a waste. Stupid. (laughs) And Mio gets upset. Obviously, he's like, what does that mean? What is that supposed to mean? Like, why would you say something like that? Um, Say say something shitty like that. Ruin my sweet poopsu time. It's a Pepsi knockoff. (laughs) Is that that the the pet name they call each other? (laughs) (laughs) The shit name? Oh, so... They get off of the boat. Mio walks away, says, I'll catch up with you later. Uh, Shun takes this package to the airport. Mio sulks around the city. uh, And he winds up at a gay bar. And he kind of confides in the person at the door. He just says, do you like men? And the person (laughs) is like, what do you think? (laughs) You're very young. Yeah. Um, And he tells them that he's confused about his relationship with Shun and they just are like, here's a card with my number on it. Like, if you need to talk to somebody, you can talk to me. Which is very sweet. They don't come back, but... She might be my favorite character, though. I fucking love her. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, I like their uh, their their willingness to help the, the gay youth, even <laughs> though he's an adult in his 20s. Well, yeah. 20. Young adult. Uh, yes. I think the bar's name was in kanji, or at least I don't remember. But above it was in English, and it just said gay, ba- gay bar punk. Which is the name of my Pussy Riot cover band. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, Mio calls Shun. Shun asks where he is. Uh, Mio is very brave and just tells him how he feels. He says, I'm not a child. You're the only thing I can think about. I love you. Like, I want to be with you. This is stupid. (laughs) Um, Stop being stupid. Um, he He needs to know if Shun feels the same. So he tells Shun where he is. Shun says he's on his way. As he's running to Mio, he remembers the bullies from high school, but he keeps on running to his mans. He makes it to him. Um, Mio tells Shun that his feelings didn't just come out of nowhere, and he thought that he had feelings for him too. He's the reason he went back to the island, and Shun, you're you're the one I want. Ooh. Like angry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shun helps him up and takes him to a hotel. Uh, it's raining, so uh, they need somewhere to stay. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Just two friends. Just two buddies out. holding hands in the hotel lobby. 
bros being dudes. Yep. Uh, Shun is checking them in. Some girls are staring. Mio kind of doesn't, he notices, but doesn't seem to mind. And they get to their hotel room, and Shun gives Mio a big old smooch. <gasps> it's very sensual and, like, romantic. And Mio, this is... <laughs> we love consent in a gay anime. <laughs> the bar is in hell. We it's, say this every time. It's so low. But he kisses him, and then Mio is just like, yes, finally, and, like, hugs him back. And it's great. The reciprocation is so nice. God bless. Uh, if we get merch, can that? Be, it's just a shirt that just says "The bar is in hell." It's <laughs> just our standards. Uh, I'm down, but so they're smooching. Then fucking Shun pulls back, tells him he shouldn't do this. Mio, you'd be happier with a girl. I don't want you to be held back, but. I also can't let go. And he's like hugging him. And then Mio hugs him right back. And it's just like, there was something about the way this hug was drawn that felt very like real and loving to me. And I really loved it. Just like their positioning. It didn't feel awkward at all. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, So they're laying in bed together. Shun asks Mio if he's slept with a girl. He says yes. Shun says he has two. He hasn't actually slept with a guy. Mio is like shocked. And Shun is like, I've just never had the opportunity because the guys I always had feelings for were friends. So obviously that wouldn't happen. And Mio is like, let's fuck now. <laughs> Bro, we got to tell. Let's go. It's the perfect opportunity. <laughs> um, but Shun says he's tired. He hasn't slept in a few days because of writing and he gives Mio a smooch and just falls asleep and Mio's like what the heck fucking tease <sighs> brings He's it like up a little gets upset, the hotel but... room fucking <laughs> this guy uh, but yes so uh, then we see another flashback dream it's snowing Shun is laying on a tatami floor a girl comes in and says that they're getting married soon I thought it was airy it's not um, and she says, like, you have to be sure. I don't want to do this unless you're sure. Um, he wakes back up. They're back at home. Uh, Mio is talking in his sleep. He's like, mm, shoon. <laughs> um, the two of them are fishing on the beach, eating onigiri in silence. Mio says, can we have sex tonight? Shun says, no. Because <laughs> Mio is just down bad. I imagine uh, Bert and Ernie have the same conversations. <laughs> hey, Bert, can we have sex tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, no. Hey, br- 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 <laughs> my shows are on. <laughs> I gotta uh, feed my pigeons. <laughs> um. So Mio's like, "What's the deal? Like, don't you want to?" And he says that he does, and he says to Mio that he loves him. And there's like a really sweet moment where he's like, oh, "Say it again." Mio's like, "Say it again." He's like, "No, I'm not gonna." <laughs> um. Tells him to get to work. Um, and then a strange girl approaches. Uh, she says, hi, Shun. And Mio's like, who's this? And Shun says she's a childhood friend. And she's like, actually, I was his fiance. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Drama. Um, so Shun is like, why are you here? And she says, you gotta come home. Um, so that night at the inn, she introduces herself. Her name is, uh, I think it's Sakurako, but I'm going to keep calling her Sakura because that's what I wrote in my notes. Um, she asks how long Shun and Mio have been friends. Shun says, we're lovers, actually. <laughs> um, they're in their room that night. Mio asks if they were really engaged. And Shun says he broke it off and in that process cut off his whole family. Uh, Shun is reading a note. He says, my family wants me to come visit. I don't want to do that. I'm going to go take a bath. Goodbye. Let We're not talking about this. <laughs> the next morning, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, Mio is hanging laundry. Uh, Sakura is like, hey, do you, like, have time to, like, hang out today? Um, she wants to see the mountains. So they go on a drive. While they're on this drive, she asks Mio if he slept with Shun. Mio freaks out, so she's like, oh, so you haven't. 
And she's like, he's a good lover, very gentle and caring, clearly like trying to get into his head. Um, <laughs> cool. I look forward to it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me. <laughs> warmed him up for you. <laughs> <laughs> And by warmed him up, I mean made him realize he was gay. <laughs> Just kidding. He definitely I, knew he was gay before that. I broke um, it up for you in the worst way possible. <laughs> um, so they're like walking around on the mountain. And he asks her if she's there to get back with Shun. She says, of course not. Um, she explains that she's there because his father's health is failing. And if Shun doesn't visit him soon, she doesn't think he'll see his dad again. Um Mio asks why she'd agree to marry Shun, because she's like, he says, like, you had to know that he was gay, so why would you do that? And we get a flashback of Shun on another snowy day, and he walks past a gym. He stares at a guy inside, uh, and she goes up to him. She throws a Valentine's Day gift at his head, (laughs) Um, and she says, you should just confess to him. Uh, get like get some courage and do it. You don't know unless you try. And he just says, it's not going to work out. I know it. Forget it. Um, back in present day, they're back at the inn. She tells Shun that he can write from anywhere, so he should go home. He doesn't want to. Mio comes in at the worst time and is like, I cut you guys some melon. <laughs> <laughs> just going to hey leave guys. the snack here for your kids. And they're just <laughs> yelling at each other. <sighs> So Shun tells Sakura to leave and mind her own business, and she slaps him. Shun deserves it. Yep. He's not the worst anime character we've ever seen, but he deserves being slapped. Once again, the bar is in hell. Yes. (laughs) He deserves being slapped. He deserves every time Mio gets mad at him. Um, I I think it was at this point he says, like, it's not even your family. Why do you care? And, like, through the flashbacks we learned she's... She's essentially part of the family. Yeah, like, they have could... been friends forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, she she calls him stupid. She leaves. Mio is like, we should go after her. And Shun's like, no, you're all I need. I don't need my family. I don't need her. And Mio gets mad. He's like, that's not an excuse. Like, I'll be okay. You should go home. And what I really respect about Mio... <laughs> He does have a moment later on that's a little strange, but I feel like between Sakura and Shun, they just say this shit to him, and he's like, <laughs> I will not let you make my relationship with Shun toxic. Like, I will not let this be a terrible relationship. You guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> and I Mio, love that for him. Mio is definitely, like, the youngest out of all the characters we see, and I guess kind of portrayed as like naive as sometimes seems like to be the most emotionally mature person in this entire movie like yeah because like that's such a shitty thing to say to someone is like you're all i need fuck everybody else it's like no that's a flag no 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 yeah (laughs) um so mio uh he goes to look for sakura he's walking through the woods with a flashlight the flashlight dies and he has a flashback uh to sitting alone uh, it's very quick. He's holding presumably what is his mother's ashes. Um, and he tells himself he's okay. And he keeps walking. Yeah, so he's out looking. I, I'm i going to call her fiancé or ex-fiancé because I got two That's names fine. down. I'm, I'm full. I'm at my limit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mio goes back home after uh, looking for her and sees... Uh, uh, no, what? I immediately lost my first note. Uh, <laughs> back home, while Mio's out looking for her, uh, Shun is thinking back uh, to when his parents uh, freaked out when he broke off the engagement uh, and when he uh, confessed to him that he's gay. Uh, he's in, like, ceremonial robes, so it looks like he broke off the engagement, like, during the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, laying on the ground when they walk in, and uh, his parents start freaking out, being like, what are you do? Why are you doing this to us? Like, what do you mean you're, you know, you're, you love men? Like, what is happening? Um, shitty parents. But also... Feel like you could have said this earlier, Shun, and avoided a lot of this drama. <laughs> we paid for this. The day of, man. Like while it's happening. Anyway, um, so he thinks about Mio, uh, and he runs out after them, like getting on his shoes and stuff. Um, and we see uh, ex-fiance out at the beach, and she's just walking into the ocean. Which God, if that hasn't been a mood for the last like four years, who? <laughs> and uh, we, uh, while she's doing that, they get we get a flashback of. Uh, her and Shun as kids, like little kids in like the winter, 
and uh, they're out, like, all bundled up in the snow at, like, a shrine or something, and they're holding hands as uh, Shun's parents take a picture. They're like, oh, aren't you too cute? Aren't you too cute together? Like, oh, this is great. Uh, and they come up at her photo, and she says, like, oh, when I get older, I'm going to marry Shun. And Shun is like, yeah, if it's you, I guess it's all right. <laughs> so, like, even as, like, a six-year-old, he's like, I, get- I don't know, maybe, <laughs> like, reluctant to do it. I guess. Yeah. I'll settle for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the parents are like, oh, that's adorable. Like, they said they're going to get married. Let's hold them to that for the next 14 years. Like, they wring their hands. Yes. <laughs> Verbal contract. Yeah. <laughs> Like a genie. I caught you in it. Um, so uh, he says as long as it's her, he's fine with it. Um, and then we come back to present day and Mio finds uh, fiance at the beach and like brings her back in from the ocean and be like, hey, don't do that. It's dark and dangerous. And the o- don't. And like pulls her back in from the water. Uh, she says, uh, she says, why didn't Mio ask Shun to stay, uh, to stay with him instead of going back to see his family? She's saying like Shun would have stayed with you if he asked. And Mio asked, like, why didn't she ask him to stay with her? And she said she did, but that's when he left. So it's kind of like, ah, ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. <laughs> and Mio says, um, he, uh, he says, like, she wasn't the last person that Shun loved. And Mio admits, he's like, I might not be the last person that Shun loves. Shun might continue living and find someone else and move on. And I don't want to hold him back like that. I don't want to, you know, assume we're tied in and locked in place forever. Uh, Mia says uh, they both they both love Shun and is sorry uh, that Shun can't love her back the same way she loves him. And she's just kind of like, God damn it! Why are you nice? Why are you understanding? <laughs> why are you so mature for a twenty year old? It's the little ponytail. He grew his hair out and has like a little ponytail now. All the maturity is stored in the ponytail. <laughs> He's like, Samson, if you cut it off, it's gone. His power's gone. <laughs> and then uh, back on the beach, uh, Mio recounts a story uh, of his mom uh, back when she was alive. And uh, he's telling her that and says uh, he wants to make sure Shuns can see his uh, parents while he still has them. Because he knows, you know, he's lost both of his parents. So he knows uh, the feeling of never seeing someone again. And the flashback of uh, Mio and the, uh, his mom shows them both wearing uh, each having, I think he has the white bracelet and his mom has the red bracelet and uh, when we cut back to present day we realize Mio's been wearing both of them you know, since he's moved back to the island uh. and then we cut to uh, Mio's asleep and uh, crying a little when he wakes up because we realize the flashback he was having was the dream, so he's crying uh, with memories of his mom and uh, he's woken up by Shun uh, who just got back after looking for him Mio says he took uh, Mio says he took his ex his fiance to her in and says she doesn't want to see Shun, which understandable. I uh, love I again I respect Mio so much. Shun is just like, where's she staying? And Mio's like, she doesn't want to see you. Like yeah, he doesn't even say, him. Oh, she's staying here, but she doesn't want to see you. Yeah, He's he just, just straight up like, You are not going there. <laughs> <laughs> and Shun apologizes for dragging him into all this. And uh, Mio says, if someone cares about uh, you uh, cares for them, you should not crush their spirits, and Shun needs to really fucking grow up. And Shun is just like, wow, not pulling any punches. <laughs> and Mio's like playing with a cat, he's like, ha gotcha, I was just joking. It's like, sh- sure, but like you said it, and like, it definitely hit, so like, <laughs> uh, I, so more like Mio wasn't angry as he was when he said it, that was the joke, but what he said, Shun definitely needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shun apologizes for all, for him being a pissy little baby. The next day, uh, fiance is leaving, and she says uh, she never wants to speak to him again because, after all, she's just a stranger and she has no part of his family or anyone related to him. She's like, "Yeah, okay, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry, like, you know." And you know, I know, you know, I know I should go back. I know I should see them all, but, eh. and uh, fiance says, "Like, well, before I go, can I at least get one last kiss? That way, I can finally give up on you and you know, know that kiss means nothing." And. Uh, she said uh, they never kissed while they were engaged, so or you know their whole time they've known each other. And we see like Mio like remember back in the car when she said he's a gentle lover. It's like oh, she lied to me. She either she either lied or they had sex and he never kissed her because he did say he'd had he sex did, with yeah, a girl. He did say that, so <laughs> which is a crazy possibility. I mean, Goku does it. He's got three kids. <laughs> he and never kisses kissed. his wife. It's canonical and fucking wild. <laughs> anyway, 
I love Chi Chi. It's a power move. She just wanted kids. She just need, she just needed a spur. Anyway, I'm moving on. Oof. <laughs> Shun, um, yeah, she says, uh, "Can I just get like one final kiss?" And Shun kind of steps forward to her, and he kind of he's like, "Oh, come on!" And I feel like he was gonna like hold her or embrace her. I don't think he was going in for the kiss personally. Um, but as he steps forward, Mio panics and kisses her instead. He jumps in and intercepts the kiss. And then we just immediately cut to her on the ferry, uh, riding out, being mad, being like, <laughs> basically being like, fine, you can keep your stupid island. I'm never coming back here anyway. Fuck both of you. Like, <laughs> ah, fantastic. Uh, so she's mad about that. And uh, Mio, <laughs> Mio's like waving back to her. It's like, sorry about that. I'm young and possessive. And again, I think Mio is very emotionally mature. I think this he is can kind admit of, to it. Is yeah. what he does next stupid? Yes. But at yeah. least he knows. I think at this point is where Mio actually gets kind of, like, emotionally immature after this point. Yes. But even, even at this one, he's, like, laughing and waving me back to her. I'm like, oh, he's kind of self-aware. Like, he called it out. I'm yeah. surprised. Um, especially for an anime. Um, and uh, as soon as the boat's without, you know, out of sight, he turns to Shun and says uh, he, uh, yeah, as soon as the boat is gone, Mio slaps Shun, saying he should have told her he can't kiss her. Because uh, he says if Mia wasn't there, Shun would have kissed her in front of him. And Shun doesn't respond to this. So, like, again, I think this is Mio jumping the gun. I think Shun would have done it. Based on everything we know about him, I think Shun would have kissed her. Liz, I think Shun's shitty. So, like, maybe, I, like I'm not defending. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I think Mio just jumps the gun here and never really gives him a chance to, like, defend himself. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mio starts, uh, starts storming off and is crying a little bit as he heads back to the cafe. And back home, Mio's talking to him. He's you know, curled up in his blankets. And, and Shun is like, come on, Mio, dinner's ready. He's like, fuck off, I don't want dinner. He's like, all right. And he goes, he tells his auntie, he's like, auntie, Mio's not having dinner. And then, uh, her auntie's like, oh, are you fighting? Sounds like you better not have dinner either. I was like, damn it, damn. She's got that <laughs> wisdom. She knows. Um, and Shun checks back, checks, yeah, checks back in on Mio, uh, who's still in bed. So he lays down with him. Uh, and as they're laying down, they start to kiss a little. And Mio says... Mio says he's still mad at him and he's still crying, so he's still clearly upset. And um, Shun says uh, Shun says he can't. I feel like I missed a word, uh, but I guess he can't. He can't stop thinking about Shun, and when he's close to him, he can't. You know, he can't help himself uh, when they start kissing. And then <laughs> Mio sits straight up and he's like, "Oh, if we're doing this, we're doing this right. Like we're doing it." And starts <laughs> immediately taking off his shirt and like pulling off Shun's shirt. And she was like, wait, no, like, I, wait, I, I, this isn't what I meant. And he was like, well, it's what I meant. And like, if this is what we're doing, let's go. I'm ready. I've been ready. Yeah. He's like, he's like, come on, man. I've been ready since day one. It's been months? Question mark? <laughs> it's been 14 years since I moved back. <laughs> <laughs> no one ages on this island. It's um, the beach where you get old, except not. <laughs> except the the prequel. Yes, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Shun said he's uh, scared because he wants again. He's never uh, been with a man, so he doesn't want to like r- you know, jump the gun and doesn't want to do anything that Mia might regret. Uh, and he was like, "Nah, I'm so fucking ready for this." Uh, and no one likes it when I say the word sex, let alone describing it. So we'll skip over this explicit part. This is uh, important to me, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I we do have to acknowledge we made the straight person describe this scene. Um, <laughs> so that's all. I mean, us. I'll describe it. I don't have much experience with gay sex myself, <laughs> but I'll describe <laughs> it. Um, but yes, uh, I, even uh, uh, after watching it, D and I uh, both talked for. We were both very surprised both how honest and detailed uh, the sex scene was in this because often it's like. Oh, they kiss, and then they lay down in bed, and then fade to black or something we see in most movies. And this is like, no, you you see them, like, putting on condoms. You see uh, Shun asking Mio can be a top because he's a bottom. And he's like, and I prepared. I already took a shower. And it's like, and Mio's like, shit, you prepared? But can you show me? I need to know how to do that so I can yeah, do it. Yeah, they like, show that they're wow. using lube. He says, I'm going to put a finger in because you can't just fucking do it. That's the problem <laughs> with most... That's the prep. Yeah, with most, like... Uh, like gay anime content like this they just do it and it's like that's not it so I so much appreciated especially that he was like I showered and did other things like implying that he like douched like I loved this 
It was it, great. I appreciated mm-hmm. it so much. I am very surprised with any anime is willing to show this much in a genuine and loving way and not just, oh, sex, like pervy, yeah. <laughs> anti way, um, let alone one showing uh, gay sex like this. Like, I am very surprised because, uh, like, I messaged with D. There's plenty of anime and manga that are like, ooh, boy love story or a girl love story. Like, ha, 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 ha. And it gets often very fetishized because Japan is still a fairly conservative country. And you, like, you can make plenty of content about this stuff, but God forbid you actually be gay in that country. And it's like, it's very surprising to show this level of detail and honesty with it. I was very impressed. It was great. Good job, everybody. Like, well I just... Also, to talk about, like, the fucking consent again. I always I always <laughs> think about in Dokusei when they're, like, in that sandbox or whatever and the blonde yeah. one, like, starts feeling up the other one. Like, that's not fun and sexy because he's drunk and, like, is saying, like, stop. Like, that's not fun and cool. This is a completely, like, they're communicating effectively <laughs> and they have, like, those moments of, like, when... It's when... Uh, sorry to keep talking about it. I just loved it. Uh, <laughs> it's when Mio like puts his finger in. He says like, "Oh, like you prepped yourself." That's when he says like, "Can you show me how to do that?" And they have that moment where it's not like completely sexy because that's sex isn't always sexy like that. <laughs> Sometimes you have a moment where you're like, "Oh, I have to adjust." Can we move? And you laugh, and it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It was very intimate and honest. Yeah, it was very surprising. It was great. Also, Good job. Don't have sex in a sandbox for just a multitude of reasons. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> it's just a bad time for everyone, especially the people the next day using that sandbox. It's um, coarse, irritating, it gets everywhere. <laughs> How dare you? And uh, yeah, so afterwards, uh, Shun remembers all the painful time. Uh, no, not afterwards. Actually, during it, they're like spooning. Uh, and Shun remembers all of uh, the painful times he had, either uh, when he was being rejected or when he wanted to be with uh, someone he loved but you know knew he never could and thought he never would. Uh, so while they're spooning, he starts crying a little bit, you know, b- believing he, you know, he finally found someone he could be in love with and share that uh, after all those years. And afterwards, uh, they're talking, and Shun confesses that he never did anything for Mio. He was like, no, you did that one thing. He's like, no, not that. Like, romantically, I've never done stuff for you. He's like, I've been kind of shitty and, like, pushing you away for a lot of this time. Um, so I want to, like, do better. And he was like, nah, man. I thought I was straight before you. Then I met you and fell in love and found out I was gay. Like, you did a lot for me. And he's like, uh, he, and, you know, it's clear Shun still doesn't feel like he did anything. So he's still looking to, uh, you know, pay back Shu or pay back Mio. Um, and then Shu says uh, he's decided he's going to go home and falls back, uh, falls asleep. And next day we see Shun packing up all his stuff, cleaning out his little rat's nest of a writer's room where he's been living. And uh, he, the auntie comes by and it's like, oh, I'll keep your room for you. you know, if you need help, you know, basically saying, like, you're welcome back here anytime, like, if you need to come back. And then he goes to meet Mio uh, at their usual spot. And Mio, uh, when he sits down and talks to Mio, Mio says, stop watching me. It's creepy. Gotcha. Ha <laughs> ha. Finger guns. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> remember when I said that? <laughs> Memories. Memories. Ah. And uh, he says, like, oh, when you go back to the mainland, you know, I got a phone now, so you can keep in touch. Or, you know, you can send letters if you want, like, but, you know, it'll, it'll be different this time around. And Shun asks, he's like, oh, are you going to wait for me like I did, like, back here? Like, I don't know how long it'll be. You know, it's indefinite. I packed all my stuff up. And, uh, uh, and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for you here. You know, you did your time. I'll do my time sort of thing. Haha. <laughs> As he's, like, walking out on the beach. And Shun says, like, nah, I I need you, Mio. You gotta come with me. I, I need your help with this. And uh, Mio says he'll go along with him. And he'll be uh, with Shun wherever he needs him. And he starts crying a little bit as Aww. they're out in the little surf out in the little ocean. He says, this is the worst piece of dialogue in this film. <laughs> he says, come on, Shun, let's get wet. And I was like, why wouldn't you just say, let's go in the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can match the mouth flaps pretty easily with that. You didn't. Mm. Hilarious. Part of localization is knowing local <laughs> slang. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mio, uh, yeah, he starts pulling him into the ocean. The you know, camera pans up as we hear him like playing and splashing each other. Uh, and they're really, and he's really happy that he's going with Shun. 
Uh, and then it does like a little bit of a montage and it cuts back to like both of their rooms because it's got the curtain divider and shows they're both packed up now. Mio packed up his stuff. And uh, we see Mio at his parents' grave saying like, uh, you know, pr- giving a little prayer. And he's like, all right, you two be good now till I get back. You know, we're going off on a little trip. And as he stands up, his hat flies off and Shun catches it. So he's like, all right, Mio, come on, we got to get going. And he, when he gives him back his hat, he also comes down and gives up prayer in front of their graves, which I thought was very nice. It's so um, nice. And then we hear Aerie, like, off camera, we're like, all right, come on, we gotta go catch the fairy! And then they go off and uh, presumably go back to the mainland. And that's the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the movie. Are huh. we there? It doesn't really apply because it's not a series and we can't actually watch any more of it, but, like... Did we, we like it? Yeah, it was cute. It was gay. What more can you ask for? Top quality cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciated this. There was watching it. I think was more frustrating than talking about because obviously we can take away some of that like stupid back and forth that Shun has, where he's like, "You shouldn't be doing this," because that got irritating a little bit. But as yeah. a whole, this movie is so sweet. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, it's only an hour long, so the pacing at times is kind of rough, kind of sped <laughs> oh, up. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because, like we said at the very beginning, it's like, hey, I'm into you, and I'm gay, and we can establish a gay relationship health, like in a healthy way. It's like, wow, it's like five minutes in, man. Like, whoa, that's a record. Um and like I said, I, I thought like him being a novelist would be a bigger deal because it's in like all the su- summaries and synopsis. No, he, he sends off his script like in the mail, that one scene, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so pacing wise, it, it's kind of rough at times just because it is an under an hour. Um, but we've seen a lot of anime. I've watched a lot of fucking anime <laughs> that I wish I could get that time back. Um, so I would very much rather a short series or short movie that kind of paces itself a little too fast than say, I don't know, a shonen anime that drags itself out for 400 episodes. Please stop. That moneymaker can't, can't die. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) So I, I rather a shorter condensed story. That's maybe a little too quick than one that's too long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, minor complaint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, our bar being in hell, this was <laughs> this was Great. like clouds, maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, we keep not being able to call our shot with what we're actually watching next week. So <laughs> we'll see if we actually just keep doing it in the future. But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's where we're at on that front. But uh, if there's a show you would like us to watch and not announce a week ahead of time, you can send those recommendations <laughs> to us. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at areweebthereyet on both. You, Nope. <laughs> nope. You can find me on... Uh, no. <laughs> Go, we're right there, guys. Hold the finish on. line's right there. I Lamp. got it. Let Lamp. me go again. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D or on Twitter at Honey D8 and Honey D Art. And Honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me on Twitter. I don't recommend it. It's not a great place. Instead, what a cool handle. Well, <laughs> nah. But my handle is ABTS Brendan, which stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I did for like seven fucking years. So it's quite a backlog if you just got time to kill. Or one scene transition in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shoot, I listened to this entire podcast. <laughs> what? Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Sorry I talked so much about the sex scene. Sorry I said the word sex at all. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Sorry. (laughs)